In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Maybe you're paralyzed today, guys, because you're in bondage to sin. There is a sin in your life that you are unable and unwilling to repent of and get freedom from. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everybody wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute you. you. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is... Equipping Men in 10, and I am Jim Ramos, and I'm here with our co-host and the producer of this show, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? Doing great, buddy. You got a man lot of throw my way? Yes, sir, Bob. Men... My name is not Bob. <laughs> How do you spell that backwards? Okay. Men look to serve and not to be served, and it made me think of this quote by JFK. You uh, know what it is? Yeah. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for it. That's right. And I think uh, in the world we live in, it's kind of turned around backwards yeah. where a lot of people are saying, hey, what are you going to do for me? And uh, yeah. we, need to, we need to take care of ourselves and take care of others. But think of others first. Well, you know, my wife and I are doing a scholarship in our name now to my high school alma mater. And uh, that's what I'm going to tell them when I go down there. I'm going to listen, you guys, you're graduating high school. I graduated 40 years, you know, 35 years ago. But listen, you're taught all through high school to get a job, to do these. Everything you're taught in high school is to do for you. And I'm telling you that that's not true happiness. Biblical truth, truth, real real life truth is in serving others. If you want joy and happiness, it's in what you give to others. The happier, happiest people in life are those people. To have money and be selfish and sit around doing nothing but taking care of your fat self, that's on you. That's not going to impact the world. And I had a guy recently tell me uh, on one of our podcasts. He said, "Who's going to be at your your funeral crying?" Mm-hmm. That's who we. Need. Who was that? Was that Patrick Morley? I can't remember. I think it might have been Patrick Morley. Well, yeah. Who's going to be crying? At, no, it was a John Deere, Jack Deere, John Deere, Deere Jack. <laughs> Jack Deere. Who's going to be crying at your funeral? And so right. we need to be thinking about that. So yeah. hey, that's really good stuff, man. Hey, I want to jump into uh, part three in our Men in the Roof series. Uh, the first week, uh, part one, we talked about Mark chapter two, verses one and two. 
We, we share with you guys that men on the roof love the word of God more than they love me. These men on the roof are these enigmatic, these mysterious guys that in our life that really help us become our best version. I don't believe that men become their best version on your own. We need these men on the roof. Uh, part two in our series was based on Mark chapter 2, verse 3, where the men on the roof fill the various holes and roles in my compartmentalized life. So we want to have men that we are intimately connected to, we are locking shields with in every aspect of our life, if at all possible. And today we're going to look at Mark chapter 2, verse 4, that says, And when they could not get near him, near Jesus, because of the crowd, they, the men on the roof, remember more than four of these guys, removed the roof above him, Jesus, and when they had made an opening, they let down the on the bed on which the paralytic lay. So imagine the scene, you know, the how the ceiling's falling apart. It's falling all over Jesus. He's looking up. These guys are digging this massive hole big enough to lower some, a man down and lower this man down in front of Jesus. I, I believe that they lowered him down right in front of Jesus' face, not on the ground, but right in his face, three feet off the ground. That's how I played out in my mind's eye. And so I, before we get into what I think this means for us today, I want to say, you know, I'm loving life right now. We're in Oregon. We're in late May. We're getting a lot of sun, a lot of great weather. And we laugh in Oregon, and Dale, you know this, that in Oregon we say we have two seasons. Do you know what those two seasons are? Construction and rain. Yes. Rain and construction, baby. They blend, so, too. So, yeah, and they do blend. So we probably have like 20 seasons, but the real legit ones are rain and construction. And except for the hardcore, uh, a lot of our fitness is done inside. Uh, I love to mountain bike. I love to hike. And I do that outside, even in the rain, very, very often. But I, I, I opt many, many times to not do that. And so I love to go to what I, what I call a cycling class or a spin class. I do that usually two nights a week. And I have a heart rate monitor I wear. I strap it on my chest. I ride hard. I'm sweating. I'm panting. I mean, Monday I was riding just a couple days ago, and I mean, I was sucking air. And I have noticed one thing about the spin class. In all of my days of going to my spin class, I have never progressed more than an inch. Except for the one time I spit my gum out about 10 feet across the room. I never did find that gum. I don't know where that ended up. But I've never progressed. I work, 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 and spin, 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 spin. But I never move forward. And that's troubling to me. Do you, and I just thought about this, guys. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like you're that guy running on the hamster wheel? That you're working your butt off and making no progress? You're barely getting by? Do you ever feel like you're spinning your wheels only realizing that you are going nowhere? I've been there. Some guys are there all the time. You might be listening to this podcast right now and you're like, man, I'm spinning my wheels in a dead-end job. I'm spinning my wheels in a dead-end uh, relationship. I'm spinning my wheels in, in a marriage I really need to fix. I'm spinning my wheels with a kid who just won't follow through. I'm spinning my wheels with a, a boss who just doesn't see things the way I see it. You're spinning your reel. Maybe you're paralyzed today, guys, because you're in bondage to sin. There is a sin in your life that you are unable and unwilling to repent of and get freedom from. Maybe you're stuck in one of life's many ruts. Maybe you can't or won't forgive someone from the past who violated you or hurt you. Or maybe, if you're honest, you've been spiritually lazy and others have passed you by and you're spinning on the hamster wheel, but you're not really trying. You're just kind of screwing around. I don't know what it is, guys, but I'll tell you what. When life has us spinning on the hamster wheel, my men on the roof 
are my most precious commodity. These are my go-to guys. These guys will let nothing get in the way of me becoming my best version in Jesus. Here's where we get back to the story of Jesus. They will break through any barriers hindering me from becoming my best version in Jesus. Even if I'm comatose with grief, derailed by divorce, paralyzed by the past, stalemated by sin, or caged by fear, they carry me onward, upward, and inwards towards Jesus. I think that is awesome. And I'll tell you what, if you look at the paralyzed man in this story of Jesus, he never says a word, he never has a voice, the only thing he does in this whole story is get up and walk. All he brings to the table is his brokenness and his willingness. Guys, life can be brutal. It can be paralyzing. At some point, even the best of us are paralyzed for a season and need a breakthrough whether it is because of a painful divorce, toxic relationship, death of a loved one, bondage to sin, unforgiveness of a past wound, fear of getting out of the anonymous bleachers and into the arena, whatever it is for you, think of this story and think of this paralytic man and think about the men who would stop at nothing to bring him healing. Man, how cool to have friends that would do whatever it takes to get us to Jesus. We need men like this in our life, don't we? Men who are more committed to getting me closer to Jesus than I might be at the time. They find a way, they break away, and they make a way. Hey, guys, hope that helped you get off the hamster wheel and get running further towards Jesus and towards your best version. Guys, head on over to our website at meninarena.org and get a free PDF version of my bathroom book for men. You're going to love this book. When you do so, we'll add you to our weekly equipping blast. It's just for you guys, and it's designed to help you become your best version. Then head on over to Facebook. Join the Men Arena Facebook Forum for Men. If you don't have Facebook, that's not a problem. We are getting ready to launch a forum for men through our website. We have a website we're building. It'll be done in about a month or two, at the latest, at the end of the summer. And at that point, we're going to throw thousands of men on that page just to get you guys going who don't have uh, Facebook, but you want to be involved in a forum on manhood. Hey, guys, did you also know that Men in the Arena is a nonprofit, crowdfunded organization that exists to inspire men to become their best version? Because of a large group of donors like yourselves, we're able to freely offer our podcast, our many, many resources, and even all of our curriculum to men who are missionaries and men in underdeveloped nations. Hey, guys, we're in the middle of summer. Uh, Summer is a desert financially, and man, we really need uh, some generous guys like you to step up and help us out, help us launch this website, help us to, uh, we've got a five-book curriculum called Men in the Arena we're working on right now. We've got a lot of stuff going on we need your help with, guys, and just to make our salaries uh, get us through the summer. So really would appreciate that, and you can find out more about how to do that at meninarena.org. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd, taste the sweetness of victory, smell the stench of battle, get in the game, get dirty. Tear a hole in that roof, grind it out, and be a man. Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us along with thousands of men from around the world. Check out our Men in the Arena forums. You can join on Facebook or on our website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. It's a daily study of manly words with epic stories in the Bible. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, everybody wins.
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.